Hello, Steve here. Just talking to you right now because I wanted to inform you that this episode is a remote Zoom episode. We have determined after doing this Zoom episode that we will probably not do any more of these Zoom episodes and we will resume in-person recording soon. Thank you. Are you ready for some Frasier and another TV show? Satchel Frasier, Satchel, Satchel Frasier. Satchel Frasier, Satchel Frasier. And ima- this is where we like imagine a theme song happened. It's like, sad show Frasier, sad show Frasier. Sad show Frasier. And then he says, like, Frasier has left the building. Well, welcome to another fabulous edition of Sideshow Frasier. If it's your first time, this is a podcast about Frasier and one other show from the same broadcast week in history. It's hosted by Jordan Wilson and me, Steve Shackelford. This week, our side show is an episode of Coach about golf called Goodbye, Mr. Putt. Mr. Putts. <laughs> I'm a, I, don't, I don't know if there's another Mr. like butts or like if there was a goodbye mr joke that i was missing there goodbye goodbye yellow brick road but no mr putts that i know of mr yeah no mr putts i didn't uh i guess it was just the place because the place i went to was called mr putts goodbye mr putts all right i like it and it wasn't even spelled funny like p-u-t-z with a z like just yeah it was just straight up golf putts Mm. so yeah we talk about frazier uh, this week, we're going to be talking about an episode of Frasier's, uh, Frasier Crane's Day Off. Oh, yes. It was, it was season one, episode 23. Jordan, did you uh, watch this episode and enjoy uh, the radio aspect of it? I forgot this was a like full radio episode. Yeah, full radio episode. Uh, I, I did. And I thought about how like you know that would be pretty difficult. Uh, and I, I thought it was funny that Frasier was so threatened. <laughs> he's a he's a wily beast that Frazier because uh, did he get the flu specifically I can't remember what they say in this episode was it, it the flu they never actually said I don't think they didn't say gotcha. like what like what his ailment was but yeah he had like the flu or a stomach bug he was sick as fuck so that's what that's the actual diagnosis yeah and they didn't send him to a doctor, or maybe they did. Did the doctor tell him, like, bed rest? We didn't see a doctor's visit. No, we never saw a doctor's visit. I think it's one of those times where it's like, you know you're sick. I mean, if you've, if you've had that, I mean, what was funny, though, is he started out with a little sneeze, a little couple sneezes. Mm-hmm. Usually, that's not how a flu starts, or even a stomach bug. Sneezes, that's more like cold territory. And like okay. summer, summer or like winter sickness, you know what I mean? Like where it's not, mm-hmm. where it's where it's like chicken soup because you've got so much congestion. Oh yeah, that's a different kind of sick. I think Frazier had like f- almost like food poisoning sick. You're right. It seemed like he would have had a more embarrassing uh, Dumb and Dumber style situation. <laughs> All uh, you know, uh, who is that? Harry Lloyd. <laughs> I can't recall which one. The character names escape me, but uh, Jeff Daniels, I recall, had a explosive performance on, uh, <laughs> in that in that particular uh, 
film franchise. B.S. In this episode, uh, Frazier falls ill, and a KACL restaurant critic, Gil Chesterton, tries to steal his time slot. So then Frazier pretty much does whatever on earth he can to prevent that, and he resorts to letting Niles fill in on his show there. Which was a great, that's a great solution to the problem, in my opinion. It w- <laughs> it really was, and yeah, as if Frazier gets like fever crazy <laughs> after like a day of this, uh, so we'll start at the top and we'll uh, see where it goes here. Uh, so it, we start at Frazier's in the middle of a show and old Gil walks in. I don't know how much we've seen Gil to date. Uh, I feel like we've met him one time or a couple times uh, previously so far this season. But either way, he's always a fun treat. And then, yeah, <laughs> I, like I, said, I think any any guy named Gil is a little slimy. Oh, good call. Pretty I, much any yeah. pretty much anybody with the name Gil is sly, like Gil from The Simpsons, where he's like, "Oh, you gotta help old Gil." There's definitely Gil from The Simpsons, and Gil has to be short for. Gilbert, right? Is there another mm-hmm. Gil word that I'm missing? It could be a, fr- a, a French Guillaume. 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 All right, all right. It's a French thing. Yeah, I do. I do think of a lot of sleazy ones. I haven't met a Gil in a while, and you know, I haven't met a Bill in a while. I think a lot of them just go by William, or I don't see him much. <laughs> Bill's out. They just everybody just switched over to William. They had to at a certain point because huh. they all went by Billy. And they're like, I can't do Bill no. anymore. It's yeah. just it it's been ruined. So maybe that's just me. I need to get out there, meet some more Bills. <laughs> uh Frazier in this opening scene takes a shot at Roz about uh lady fingers dipped in rum. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's always calling her a drunk. That's a through line so far that she sleeps around and she's a drunk. Ross can't catch. She can't catch a break, man. She keeps just they just dog on her so much. Even in the, in this episode too. Yes. And it, it kind of sucks to be a producer, and they're just laying into her about the dumbest crap. It's like, hey, man, she doesn't have a fancy Seattle apartment, you know, and <laughs> lay off her, bro. Uh, just living so, her life, man. It, it, it is weird. I, I know we've heard her age before, but this shot seemed uh, out of out of left field, but it was funny. Uh, either way, Gil offers to take Frazier's time slot. Frazier doesn't trust Gil, all that kind of stuff. And... Roz basically is like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Uh, but then immediately later, doubles back and like ends up calling Frazier and is like, oh, no, that, that a-hole's definitely trying to steal your slot full-time after he filled in there. Uh, <sighs> Daphne has to take care of Frazier? Yep. the fuck is that? <laughs> sorry. I mean, I'm sorry for cursing, but come on. <laughs> Steve. Uh yeah, and she she happily helps at first. She she seems helpful and willing to kind of come to his rescue <laughs> at first. And uh, Fraser takes advantage as he as you would expect him to. Yeah, and I don't remember how many other times we've seen Fraser's bedroom here, oh. but they definitely go like hang out in his bedroom, and it's all creepy. Why would it? Why is it creepy? He had an old computer. I saw an old computer on his desk. It was ancient, like the t- oh. like a little eight inch screen, like teeny tiny. And yeah, uh, I, oh man, I bet he watched a lot of freaky stuff on that. Oh, just like you know, eight bit porn. Well, maybe maybe some like old school French pornography. I feel like 
I where think he'd be into like refined <laughs> opera porn, where it's shot on like eight millimeter, like just a crank, hand crank. <laughs> yeah, the crank <laughs> is you necessary. Just yeah. I imagine that's exactly what would be happening in his eight-inch little computer. Like as soon as he could pull it up, <laughs> and like a go- like, like a golf game, like that game that's like, oh, it's in the <laughs> oh, it's in the deep stuff. Doesn't even have audio though. Yeah, Microsoft Golf '95 or there, something. There was like a that. golf game that I remember having on just an old old HP or what I don't even know what kind of because it ran not even DOS like before DOS and. uh it was like a text-based golf game. It, like literally, what? a text-based would be like swing club. Yes, like, be like <laughs> oh, man, you you hit the ball, you know, two hundred and twelve yards. <laughs> cool. That sounds like the most boring thing I've ever heard. Cool. <laughs> I remember those types of command things, and I think maybe I had to like land a spaceship with one in like first grade or something like that. But other than that, I never played a golf game. That's incredible. Yeah. And it would like, it would every so often it would pop in like a graphic, you know what I mean? It would just be like a graphic of like a guy, like, you know, like a ball, like hitting a green, all just a green screen with just pixelate, you know? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh man. Did it print out on those like old school printers where it had the like edges on that you would the, rip the, like, Yeah, you would yeah, rip them rip off, off edges and fold oh, them up man, into I, that little accordion thing. They should bring back the edges. That's a I dot, know, like, dot matrix printer. Okay, man, how do you know this stuff? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been able you could have had me on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and they'd be like, What is the name of the printer type? makes those weird little things that you rip off i think it it sticks in my brain because it's a joke on space balls and so on space balls her the the robot's name is dot matrix and so it's (laughs) good call yeah no Um, mel brooks (laughs) i was like man i did not have that one in my bag (laughs) it's like i don't know that I would have ever come up with that. So all I was going to say is you would definitely be my phone a friend yeah. for anything related to printers or things getting ripped off. Could you imagine whose uh, line is or, or who wants to be a millionaire now? And like their people, they just like look at it and they're like, man, they just, they, they just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like phone a friend and everybody's like, I'm not talking to him. They just close the I call think, out. I think even, yeah, just immediate decline. <laughs> I'm not talking to him right now. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Like, can I text a friend, please? They're like, I don't know. AI's he getting might, too smart now. Yeah, he might leave you on red. I don't know, man. It's going to be <laughs> tough. Uh, yeah, I think even back in the day, they didn't like leave it to chance. They were like, all right. I'm going to be on the show. You're my phone a friend. Like, be yeah. by your phone. <laughs> you have to know what the hell's going on here. So <laughs> before I go on the show, can you learn everything about everything and be sitting by a computer when I call you? I will give you $5,000 if I win. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how it is. Anything over 20 grand, you get five grand up. I promise. I promise. That's a good uh, percentage. I agree. I think that is a pretty solid cut. If you're my... because. I would try to keep my phone a friend till the final lifeline. Hopefully I don't get some dot matrix printer question early. <laughs> like that's a softball. We're like, Oh, come on. That's not a softball question. That's a very so specific I'd, niche question. <laughs> yeah. So I would try to like hold you till the end, unless it was something very, I don't know, sportsy or something. Lord knows I wouldn't know that. I'd be like, yeah, Let me call. Yeah. Exa- I don't know. 
We're, we're, a lot, there's a lot of Frasier sports crossover podcasts, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cricket. I think people love cricket. Co- croquet. He's got to play. That seems like a Frasier sport. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee. I hope they have a pickleball through line in the upcoming series, which, hey, today I just saw announced. We'll have the first two episodes debut on broadcast CBS here in America. Ooh. So the rest. That's right, writer strikes and SAG after strikes affecting us here in the United States. Uh, not necessarily affecting all other markets, but CBS doesn't have crap to put on right now. So they're like, hell, we'll just air an Australian show instead. Or, <laughs> okay, we're just going to air old Yellowstone reruns or something. Is, like, it a, is it a serious Australian show? Or is it a, it's, a, it's got to be a comedy, right? Like they're doing a comedy? It is NCIS Sydney, and I believe it is an all-Australian cast, and I believe Mm-mm. it's already been shot and filmed. Do you know how, and, no, no, and if we have any Australian um, listeners, uh, which I highly doubt we do, but if we do, I do not mean Millions. any offense. I do not mean any offense when I say that your accent sounds funny. So oh. it's, it's, it, no, not like, oh, that's, it's that's so hot, dumb. It, it, well, it is. Yeah, of course it's hot, but it's, a, it's, a, it's hard to take an Australian accent seriously, I feel. I feel like everything sounds funny. <laughs> so it just all sounds like, like comedy. That's a pretty lowbrow opinion, I'm sure, but it's me. It's tough. We were ruined by Dundee at an yep. early age. Yep. Old Crocodile Dundee ruined And Steve us. Irwin. Steve Irwin's ruined me, too. I mean, I love, God bless Steve Irwin and his work and his children's work, but it just sounds funny. <laughs> what have his, what have his children done? Well, his son is, both his son and daughter uh, are both like wildlife conservationists and like they, oh, okay. yeah so they went into like dad's line of work and like his son goes on the shows just like <laughs> remember remember the guy who Uh-oh. was it who is the guy I that, like the sound of this who is the guy that went on late night shows uh here in the u.s Richard and it wasn't Simmons? it wasn't steve no it wasn't steve <laughs> it was a guy with the with all the like owls and like he would bring out oh, all the, you know I'm talking about jim jack something or other. jack hannah i loved jack hannah i loved <laughs> i loved when he would mess with the with the hosts it, it was very fun when Jack Hanna came around, and <laughs> I don't remember him like having any crazy dogs, but I wish they would have done that. It was always more exotic animals, mm-hmm. of course. It was like, hey, let's bring the snakes out and the iguanas and stuff like that, but I wish they would have brought out like four fierce Rottweilers at some point in time. I've just seen a late night host <laughs> just like, Letterman like just... Conan. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody get real scared. <laughs> Yeah, no. Like, Jack, why did you bring those evil dogs to the show tonight? <laughs> I thought you were bringing that cute chimpanzee that you always bring. It's you fun. talked about finger monkeys. I don't know. Like, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, chimpanzees could make you sick. It happens, and that's how I'm going to reset back to Frasier. This is a Frasier <laughs> podcast about Frasier being sick. Huh. Uh, so. Yeah, we get Gil in the first uh, segment here where he goes on the air and fills in for the first day. I guess Daphne is still, like I said, all over Frasier. And then Niles calls him and tells him all that stuff. So Frasier can't go back, or he tries to go back to the station first, where he's like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go back to the station uh, and take over for Gil. And then I guess he's like, no, I can't do it. I'm too sick, right when Niles walks in. And then Niles gets to take over the show. So, bada-bing, bada-boom, Niles is on the show. (laughs) 
Niles is working on catchphrases after that. Uh, and I got to say, his is much better. Oh, his is, his is incredible. I, I know. I was like, damn, that's a really solid catchphrase. Niles, let's get let, better. Let's get better is such a good Yeah, I love how he, when he when he said it the first time, because he was like, right before he was about to go on. And the, don't forget the little, like, <laughs> when Roz was like, you're on, and she points to him. And he was like, <laughs> like pointed back. He's like, hey. He's like, yeah. <laughs> that was such a great bit. And she's like, no, you're like, she's pointing, like, you're on through the glass. And he's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to talk now, sir. The light is on for you. Yeah. And I Niles, mean, and this is after Niles, like when, when he was in Fraser's room before Fraser asked him to do this, he was in Fraser's room and he was like, of course, being, you know, cleaning everything because he's scared of sickness and scared of germs. And he like was, you know, he was handing something to, to Frazier and oh, when, when the phone rang and it was Roz and he was like, it's somebody called Roz. Like he pretend didn't know yes. who she was again. <laughs> yeah. That, that runner did continue through. I did make note of that here. Uh, yes. Niles answers the phone. Can't remember who Roz is, <laughs> which is just so it's incredible. It's, that He keeps treating her like crap this way. They kind of drop wonder- that through the series though. Like obviously because they can't just keep something like that keep going, you know, to, season after season where it's like okay come on dude like it's been yeah. 10, 12 years now i can't imagine now we're almost at the end of season one yeah i cannot imagine it makes it through season two no that'll be like, something to watch out for yeah exactly yeah we're gonna do the hard hitting uh deep dive analysis on this we're gonna be watching out for when niles officially clocks Roz as a human and <laughs> stops not remembering her it's it's one of my favorite aspects i think of 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 you know dissecting the show it's the same bit as the simpsons where like burns did not remember homer's name for three years yeah. probably we're just like simpson who's that yeah, <laughs> and eventually Homer goes crazy over it because he's like, "How do you still not know my name?" And even like Smithers gives him a whole rundown. He's like, "Well, you've done this with him, sir. You did this. You're a family. You donated as son gave you a kidney. Uh, you know, <laughs> like it's all kinds of stuff." So it's a, I like the bit though in a real Frasery world. Mm-hmm. So. so Niles goes on the air. He immediately establishes that he is not a Freudian like Fraser. That he's a Jungian. <laughs> I believe that's how it's pronounced. There is that Carl uh, Jung. Carl Jung. Carl Jung. Yes, that's oh. right. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, he establishes that there will be no blaming mother. I believe is the line or something. We won't like that. be blaming mother today. There you go. <laughs> so you got the lines down way more than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we cut back to Frazier. He thinks Niles is doing terribly already. <laughs> he's like, oh my God, he's too dry. He's terrible. He's awful at this stuff. He's got that great and catchphrase, though. I, how could he not immediately recognize that catchphrase is better? It's yeah. outstanding. Even it's when inclusive. when Niles said it for the first time, he was like, hey. like, Hey. I did, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I, I don't recommend you writing on the spot like that for your, like, permanent catchphrase but hey go with it actually i do recommend it come out with a new one from break every time every time and just like see what sticks that's you what you know. should start doing can you start doing that just sinking in catchphrases like who me on yeah the- like li- live on air like that'd be amazing 
yes. Uh, so for the, yeah, we'll reset here for those that don't know. I I do occasionally get to do stuff on radio, and now uh, that's the reason we haven't been posting for a few weeks because I'm busy and Jordan's busy. So we're we're now over Zoom. If we do sound weird and like we're not looking at each other's beautiful faces, and I'm not commenting on Jordan's weird shirts, it's because we're we're remote for uh, for the time being. Uh, so. Yeah, boo, exactly. Uh, but yes, I will write a list of catchphrases. Send them I'll my way. You. I'll help yeah, you Yeah, exactly. Give me the weirdest catchphrases, and I will just say them at the weirdest times and see if I can get people to look at me oddly. Because they'll typically call me on it when I say dumb stuff. So we can only hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Niles is fully invested in the show. Uh, he goes handheld with the mic. You rarely see that. Typically, people keep the mic on the mic stand, but Niles is on the phone, and he's going to start trying to rekindle the marriage. Jack it of, off. Yeah, of Lois and Howard. So, like, we cut back to him after we go to Fraser's apartment for a little bit, and Niles is, like, treating this like it's the most important show of his life, and he's getting these two people back together, which I rarely hear Fraser have multiple callers on at once. So I don't know if that was like someone's idea or if that was just fortuitous for that day or if Raw's pre-booked that or what, but... Or uh, it's, uh, like I was thinking about it, it's, it might just be because he's an actual practicing psychiatrist. And so he he was like, well, let's call him or her, whoever, I think it was the woman that was on the phone first, who knows. But he, he had, the, had Roz call out to him and then connected him which Frazier's never done he never actually he never actually like put a relationship back together like that so pretty good no, Frazier does not unify many people no um it is incredible how i said niles made better radio by all accounts than Frazier ever has so far in the series and it is because he's got a team of sitcom writers behind him that were <laughs> yeah, like, all right, <laughs> let's give him a better catchphrase and let's make an even better radio show. <laughs> like, you know, all the things we don't like about Frasier, how he's so boring and he never does this. <laughs> like, Niles, is, Niles is up on the desk and he's preaching. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. So it was very, uh, very fun to watch them play on that a lot where they're like, all right, let's just twist everything he can't do and uh, do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, eventually Frazier does have to admit that Niles is great on the air. Uh, and for some reason, oh yeah, that's right. Then Martin goes off on some joke about how uh, how sick he gets over a bunch of different foods. Where he's like, I'll never forget that time your mother made. And I forget all the specific bit. I didn't jot each one of them down. His his capacity for like remembering the times he was sick is yeah. amazing. Because he remembers like the month will be like January third, <laughs> like it was incredible. I was like, <laughs> "All right, that's so dumb." Like I could not track when I was <laughs> for the life of me. That one, like, I the, could remember a summer. Where I was like, "All right, I got sick in the summer yeah. one year," you know, or like, "Oh, oh that time that I ate, I ate a chili dog at a golf course, and I I puked <laughs> my brains out." <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Those those kinds of things stick in your memory, not for Marty Crane. Marty Crane remembered 1962 that the tilt a whirl was directly next to an Indian restaurant or an Indian mm -hmm. booth. <laughs> so that was a that was a sick time for sure. 
Oh, man, that chili dog you ate, that chili's <laughs> been here since last year, man. Oh, dude, it was it was <laughs> not good. It, it was like it was like the sickest I've ever been. I thought I was going to die. Like, I literally thought I was going <laughs> to die. I got the worst food poisoning I've ever had. I, was, I lived on the bathroom floor for like 16 hours. Was it the uh, Tennyson? It was Tennyson, man. Oh, a Tennyson golf tournament oh, yeah. you played in? No, it wasn't a tournament. I just, like, after a oh, round of golf. Oh, okay. Oh. I got a, I got a chili dog and then I went home oh, okay. and and got as sick as I've ever been in my life. It's not a joke. Stop laughing because it was so. Uh, you're bad. right. You're right, Jordan. You know, almost I died. Sh- I should stop laughing. And there are lots of times that I really do think about that, and I need to clean up my act. You know, I really do need to stop <laughs> laughing at people and really take this uh, more seriously. We live, uh, so, we live in a society. Exactly. I, I need to show some decency. Press forward. Okay. <laughs> Scene B. We go to KACL. <laughs> Frazier's in the midst of a dream sequence. He's having psychotic dreams about Niles and Gil all plotting against him. <laughs> they blow up his head, I'm pretty sure, at one point in time. They blow up his whole body. And, like, the, the I love the dummy that they use because it was, like, masked by a bunch of smoke and, like, rubble. And, and the body that they used, the, like, little dummy, it was so squat and short. It was hilarious. Like, it's something that they just pulled out of the prop closet. And they were like, throw this in there. Nobody will know. <laughs> like, that felt like home improvement or it something. It was amazing. Like I I paused it just to see what it, the dummy looked like, and it was like how these like squir- like these little raggedy end all legs. It was great. <laughs> Man, I forgot about the raggedy end all. Why were those still a thing even into the nineties? Raggedy really and, ser- and Andy both. Yeah, like what did Andy do? Really, Toy- toys were so simple though. Man, back in the day, back in my day. Toys yeah. was a board on the floor with a nail in it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, Toys was a movie with Robin Williams. That's also uh, the same thing, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Fraser demands he go to the office and he sends Daphne off for drugs. So I, I can't remember if he calls a pharmacist or just sends her to like a uh, basic like pharmacy to he, pick up over the counter stuff. He wrote no. He wrote, he wrote his himself? own prescription. There you go. Which okay. is highly. I don't know if it's illegal, but you lose like your medical license if you get caught doing that. I didn't know he could do that. I mean, I guess he does have a medical license, but what do you have to do to keep up the script pad? Like, do you just get one of those for life? I guess they just give them to you at the doctor store. You just go to the doctor store yeah. and you show them your license. Yeah, they're like, yeah, medical doctor. Fraser what, if it, I mean, what if it was like that? You just like they walk in and they have it framed, and they just walk in with a framed license that like says like their diploma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sir, you must bring a framed diploma down to the doctor store. <laughs> That's everybody. Know, every doctor knows that it's not like a doctor code. It's like you know, it's not a numerical <laughs> sequence at all. Look, this is where you get your white lab coats. This is where we get the stethoscopes, and this is definitely where it's we're gonna just, te- we're gonna need to see your diploma. Okay? It's just a uniformed supply store. That's all it is. Yes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And but drugs. In, yeah, lots of drugs. Uh, so finally, Daphne snaps on him for being a needy little child who can't do anything for himself. I found that to be a an amusing scene because she's gonna break at some point. She's I mean, she's his employee to a degree, but not a ton. Like, she's there for physical therapy and, like, 
home services for yeah, she's not Frazier's but you know maid and butler what's a woman butler called uh a buttless is it really a buttless no that's a, that's a joke i stole from a buddy <laughs> huh. I, I did not write that <clears throat> i i actually don't know a butt a buttress a butt i don't know that butt's in it i bet it's not even butt how can butt not be in it women are beautiful I mean, it's, I'm not arguing that about. I'm not arguing that. I bet it's just some other like stupid word. Yeah, stop, stop trying to take the butt out of buttless. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, stop trying to highlight the less. Uh, highlight more butt. More butt. A, more butt <laughs> highlights. That's what I always say. That's my slogan. More butt highlights. <laughs> Can you highlight the hair? On other parts of your body. Okay, so like, this is like, funny. This is like, funny. I know you can do it on your head. You can get mm-hmm. highlights there. Can you get highlighted like chest hair or something? Well, so here's a story. When I was um a, when I was a teenager, I was a late bloomer. I was what you call a late bloomer, which oh. means which means that I didn't bloom uh till later on. That's what oh, that means. Okay. <laughs> and so I, I all the other guys. They had, and I never went out in public like this, but I practiced it. Uh, all the other guys, they had facial hair and they had sideburns. And I thought they were so cool. And so I took, I had like literal, like not even peach fuzz, not even what you call peach fuzz. I had like just the hair on your face and like that grows naturally on your body, like that fine body hair that you can't see. And oh, I yeah. went and I got my sister's mascara and I used the mascara on that hair and made it all dark. And I would like look at myself to see like what I would look like with facial hair and like specifically the sideburns. I really wanted those. And uh, let me tell you I something. Still want it, those. it looked terrible. <laughs> it what? Looked, what are you it talking looked, about? It looked really bad. It was all clunky and clumpy. I didn't have the good stuff, or my sister didn't have the good stuff. So the good mascara. Or? The good mascara. It was okay. it was a faulty product. I think it was clumped. It clumped I th- up. I think you need that like hair in a can stuff that you can like spray on that's a fantastic fascinating product to be honest with you it really is because it works anywhere on your body okay so th- i would like to I, w- <laughs> I would like to get some of that <laughs> just for just for fun just to see like what parts of my body i could make comically hairy like places places that you normally don't have like a whole lot of hair growing, like specifically like around the areola, just a, just a ring of hair. <laughs> I call that the, I call that the that's the ring of fire, baby. That's the ring of fire. <laughs> one massive cone. You're yeah. Like, oh, okay. Good lord. And just lines that connect in different spots, like all over your body, just like a, like a tribal tattoo of hair. And go to water parks year round. You're like, yes, you need to co- stop coming to Great Wolf Lodge. You can't keep doing this. You you have offended far far too many families, sir. You need. To, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. Families are complaining, David. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> we have an entire dossier committed to you. Okay. Well, mm. yeah. So Fraser uh, eventually goes back into the studio. He pulls himself together after he's all drugged up. And he sees Niles on the air. And Fraser wants to take back reins of the show. Oh, yeah. And uh, Roz notices, hey, Fraser, you're uh, a little drugged up there. And uh, so Fraser's like, you know what? You're right. 
Let's take this outside, basically. Let's uh, let's all leave the studio and <laughs> you guys can find me a ride home. Yeah, there you go. I was like, I couldn't remember who says, "Let's take a deep breath" or something like that. But it's all a ruse, Jordan. It's all a ruse to lock them out. It was a grand plan. <laughs> and suddenly, Fraser doesn't even need a board op. I always love when Fraser <laughs> can do it solo. I guess that no, he did it solo on Christmas. <laughs> That's right, he did do a solo Christmas show. He's got that little mini, this uh, the little mini telephone board. Yeah, but he can't said, he can't screen the calls, so there's no call screening. No, you can't screen calls. That's the thing. Yeah, you can you can hang up on callers and take callers from in the room, but yeah, you wouldn't be able to screen. And I mean, yeah, going to breaks. I mean, I guess you can technically do that, but still, pain in the rear with nobody else there. You might as well just sit yeah. on the board. So weird. Uh, anyway, he locks Roz and Niles out, uh, and then he uh, he calls down for security, or no, Roz calls down for security after Fraser takes a call from a dude named Robert, and he can't remember his name, and calls <laughs> yeah. Robert again. He was like, he, he was like, uh, I'm hi, Doctor Crane. I'm very nervous about talking. My name is Robert, or something like that. And then he was like, What's your name? <laughs> That's always a fun bit. And do that in real life to uh, just anyone you meet. And they really love it. Because I actually do forget sometimes. And I'm like, can you tell me your name a second time? I honestly wasn't paying attention the first time. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel so bad. Because <laughs> like, like, it's a formality sometimes. We're like, hey, guys, this is Jared. And you're like, Jared, Steve, hey, nice to meet you. And then you'll get and like you a minute. you forget down, like immediately. Yeah. A minute down the road, you're like, What's that dude's name again? Oh, yeah. Jason something. <laughs> you're like, sure. I'm not going to call him Jason. I'm not super sure. Hmm, Jarrett? I'm just like, going to, uh, I'm going to mumble it. J-Man, my guy. <laughs> Started with a J. I know it did. <laughs> oh, so Roz calls for security. Frazier takes up one more call after that and then hangs up on him immediately after he says their call is boring. <laughs> Incredible, incredible strategy. Like that's the kind of radio I actually want to hear. It's people calling in for help, and then somebody just being like, you know what? "This is not going to get me ratings." Boring. <laughs> I, lo- I like doing that actually to people. You were just talking about stuff that you like to do. I like I like saying boring when somebody's talking. They're like this is boring. You bore me. <laughs> that's a fun <laughs> bit. I love the. Uh, Oh gosh, was it Zoidberg? Zoidberg, you bore you bore me, Zoidberg. <laughs> oh man, you lucky dog over there. Uh, so he uh, he finally takes a call from a woman who is upset with her boss. Um, and I forget where this one goes. You uh, you'll have to forgive me. I take notes, and then my brain goes to mush uh, this late <laughs> in the evening. Uh, but. That doesn't seem to really go anywhere. Security escorts Frazier out of the building on his chair. Ross mm-hmm. and Niles regain control of the show. But then Frazier finds his way back, running through the <laughs> halls at the end of the scene there, which is always a, a, a fun gag. I like when they do just the, uh, hey, you think he's gone, and then somebody runs behind Somebody runs background. back. Mm-hmm. Or it was a false exit, basically. Anything like that, we're like, ah, yeah, yeah, that's a fun bit. Yeah, Frazier's Frazier's quite uh, uh, feeling feeling quite good as they push him out on the on the thing. He's like, "Wee, this is, go faster!" That's right, that's right. He's all hopped up on the drug still. Good. Call. Oh yeah. All right, and then we move to the credits. Frazier's back at the station with Eddie in the producer's booth running the board, which I love. <laughs> that, I, like, that's the perfect use of Eddie. 
They put right. a real, they put real cans on him too. If you notice, it wasn't like a, you know, fa- it was like real actual cans that they had fitted onto his head. Yes, and I, I really do think that's the best use of Eddie. Like, just make him like a human as much as you can. And do you remember? Try. Do you remember those those Weimaraner dogs in the nineties that the guy took or whoever the photographer was took pictures of, and they dressed him up like humans? I do seem to recall that. Yes. What he was it like different carpenters and railroad yeah, workers or be, something? And, I and like, like, I like remember a, those. Like a dog in a trench coat. And it was like the dogs, they okay. did it to where there was a human body. Like there was an actual person with oh, a body. Right, and then they right, just right. put the dog's head and, yes. and like they took the, it was, I love that. I loved it, Steve. That's, I, that's the finest piece of art you could ever own is a <laughs> coffee true. table book about <laughs> a on no, a dog's I have head. A, like just yeah, just a couple of couple of nice prints, just you know, hanging on my wall in beautiful frames, prints. ornate frames. Ornate, yeah, that's a great word. Um, I need to use ornate more. Ornate, <laughs> just like hey, here's Steve. Ornate, and then like I hang out with a guy named Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay, that could work. I need to get. I mean, I I know a guy named Nathaniel. He goes by Nathan. He doesn't Nathan. really like being called Nate, but I'm going to try to drop it on him. I'm just going to start calling him Nate and see how long it takes he, him to get you, mad at you me. Know, you know that makes him... He doesn't like that. I know you know he, he really doesn't is. like Nate. I'm He's always sure. like, my name's not Nate. <laughs> I feel bad. As in, Michaels I, get really offended. If you accidentally call the wrong Michael a Mike, a Mike. It, 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 it does go bad. I feel bad. Yeah. When I people call like, me Jor, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. So I get it. And I feel like my name is abbreviated. I might have told this story on the pod before that I worked with a guy whose name was Steve who had like two E's in the middle of Steve. So he had three E's total. The double like, the double E in the center. Yes, and I, I couldn't believe it. But So now my name feels short even compared to him or any standard Steven or a PH Steven. So any of them, I'm shorter than those. But that's fine. I like being shorter than them. And then, uh, yeah, we shoot up from Raw's daydreaming. So she was the one yep. daydreaming about. Uh, I kind of thought they were going to make her. They were going to make her like be sick. You know, like she's now she's getting it, and so then she's like in a kind of a little has a fever dream or whatever, and she wakes up and she's all sick and woozy. Oh, yeah, that would be a good play. And then next episode, dun dun dun, Raw's on her Dies. deathbed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Finale. Did Raw's die? It's just a one. It's a limited series instead. So they didn't do eleven seasons. They just did the one, and that's how they end it. And and then the the whole thing is just Niles comes in and he's like, "Who's this? I don't who, know who this yeah, is." Yeah, exactly. Who am I supposed to be obituarying for? I've never I've never met this person. Don't know him. Never heard of him. Mm. Uh, so yeah, next episode we do for Frasier is our season finale. We'll be at the end of season one. So hell yeah! Sorry it took us uh, nine months. Uh, mm. Since we started here, we'll try to speed. <laughs> by any rate, we'll be done with this podcast by In like seven 20- years. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> two thousand thirty-one. I think. <laughs> So hang in there. Your kids, your kids will be in college, and yeah, yeah mine, will, mine will be in, like going Why? into high school. Dad, Frazier's dead. Everyone who listened to Frasier <laughs> is dead. It's now, it's the year 2134. Yeah, exactly. So 
I understand the uh, folly of starting a Fraser podcast and going episode by episode. Uh, so you never know. We may mm. we may double ups. We may do some uh, some two at once's. Try to speed up some releases Ooh, now that we're that's, on. Zoom. That's like uh, that's like what streaming services do sometimes with their programs. They'll put them on two at a time. The, exactly to that's, come out. Bingo. That's a hundred percent right. That's also what. Um, like sometimes they do with donut holes, they'll give you two at a time. You uh, like they'll just grab an extra couple and throw them in uh, there with the donuts, and you're like, oh my god, yes, thank you. Just grab a couple of those. Have you exploited the hack of going to the donut store at like eleven forty-five in the morning? Oh God, yes, you know it, okay. buddy. And you pick the right one that's kind of slow, or like they typically have a good day, but they're in a big shopping center, not. Like if they're in a oh, there's tiny, a there's a better donut spot like yeah. right across us. There's a Dunkin' in the same, you know. Oh yeah, I not that Dunkin's better. I, I like small I hometown say, man, places. What, what are you gonna do here? What I'm just saying, Dunkin' Dunkin's gonna get the more more people, but the more business because people are laymen and they no, don't you're, understand. You're right, and I'm sorry if you're from the north and you like Dunkin'. We don't eat at Dunkin's down here in no, texas sir no sir you go to donut palace or donut king or donuts. just ones it just says donuts <laughs> exactly. it's literally the and brand like, is oh, donuts. Their, their business name is like you know you know ken phillips donuts or like whatever <laughs> but they just call it donuts it's not ken phillips it might be ken phillips it can something else but it's not yeah so uh d- but yeah donuts are if you go at 11 45 you can you can typically get more than just like two two of them. You can get like two boxes. <laughs> I know. I honestly just couldn't. It's it's late. I'm punchy. I couldn't come up with anything that comes out <laughs> two at a time. I'm like lingo balls. I was like nobody's gonna get that reference. I was like, remember the game show with Chuck Woolery lingo. Where, where he would reach in there and say, "Reach in there, grab me a couple balls." I was like, "Grab me a couple of them balls." I was like, "I'm not gonna drop a lingo reference on sideshow fridge." I was like, fuck it, donut holes. We'll go that route. And I'm like, I know that makes no sense. <laughs> like, we're just gonna, donut holes, they give them to you like six at a time. Just let's breeze past it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like how I, you're, I like in, you're, you're in you're in like your own writer's room in your own head like all the time. You're just like, there's multiple versions of you in your head just like sitting at a table. <laughs> One's got his feet up on the table and like one of them's like drinking a Pepsi. And one of them's just, doing coke in the corner. One of them's blowing lines in the corner, and you're like, "Hey, come on, Steve, get over here." One of them's got a tweed jacket, and he's smoking an old '70s pipe or something like that, made of wood. Right, but he's got he has the most poignant and like you know t- like time sensitive jokes. So it's just you know, he's also a real a hole. <laughs> doesn't actually want to be there. Yeah, he's a terrible hang. You don't want to does hang not with that does guy. not get paid enough. All right, so let's move over to ABC's hit football series, Coach. Let's do the whole thing. We all good. We nailed it, man. We I love that. I love that song, though. That song's so good, you know. <laughs> All right, so we start in coach's office. Coach is played by Craig T. Nelson. Uh, My wife this- made a comment that she thinks that that season was directly after Poltergeist. Okay. I mean, you might not be wrong. 
Let's see. Uh, let I mean, you. We can look or, that up. Or, at, or at least, or I guess at least. I mean, this obviously, was the 94. show was. When did Poltergeist come out? It's probably like eighty. I was gonna say it's like eighty-two. <laughs> Which Poltergeist had Craig T? It's the first one, yeah. The first one, yeah. Was it eighty-two? Yeah, yes, this show was. This episode's okay. from ninety-four. So, Maybe he is- shot it twelve years early, <laughs> and they just kept it in the can. <laughs> They've had this whole show <laughs> in the just- can. Hey, zip that zip that one film in that we yeah. that we filmed thirteen years ago. <laughs> um. So in this episode, uh, Craig T. Nelson, I forget his name, Hayden Fox is the character Hayden. name. Yeah, he's got some buddies, Luther, Dauber, and then Howard. I guess is a buddy. He's the dean, and he's always around. But like, why is he their buddy in this episode? I think Howard's the guy that they talk about behind their back or behind his back, like before, like after he leaves. So. Yeah, and he's not the dean. I'm sorry. He's like the head of the athletics department. Yeah, he's the athletic he athletic director. There you go. The AD. Bingo. Uh, so we start in Coach's office. And in this episode, overall, what happens is Judy, a woman's coach. Uh, do you remember what sport? I didn't jot it down in the top notes here. I don't know that they ever say. Uh, That's the thing. I was like, is basketball. She She's super tall. So I would she, say basketball. Good call. good call. She is super tall. Anyway, Judy and the other female coaches challenge Hayden and the men to a golf game over the best parking spots, knowing that Luther is a terrible golf player. Yeah, because it's raining, and so they're like, our parking spots suck. We have to park in a field behind the practice (laughs) field or whatever. Yes, and I love that Like, coach is completely interior in a studio, but they still take the time to like, show a college campus where it's raining before you like start the episode where you're like hey remember it's raining yeah. with no sound by the way there wasn't yeah. even like rain sound it was just a static shot of like the outside and i thought my sound wasn't up and i turned up my sound quite loud it's because i thought the sound wasn't up and then the and then i had to turn it back down and then craig t came roaring in came roaring over my tv oh, yeah exactly craig tv nelson uh so <laughs> Like I said, they walked in, and Judy <laughs> wants the athletics department to like just pave a lot. So she's like, "Hey, there's an empty lot over there. Why don't you just pave that, you dumbasses?" Like, and they're like, "No, no, no, no. Well, we can't just pave a lot. That would make we don't have sense. that. We we have to buy new shoulder pads for the yeah, football team, uh, right? The, we can't do that. Like I said, shoulder pads, new <laughs> new jock straps. The jocks you can only use them once, you know." <laughs> We've, we've already used them eight years in a row, and we're only supposed to use them once. We really need to replace the jocks. I'm going to write that down. That's a disposable. I'm going to write down disposable jock straps. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it really is best. You want to go through at least seven a week, maybe even 15 on a, on a tough week out That's there. That's a billion-dollar idea, Steve. <laughs> disposable jock straps. I'm just going to I'm going to start. I'm going to shorten Steve to just. Oh, man. You know, just, I enjoy it's just it. a sound. Now I, your I name like is it. just a phonetic. Next, thank you. Oh, what's that? Are you on st- Street? And you're like, oh yes, I am. Can you abbreviate that? It's a. St- st-. Like, oh, okay, perfect. St- st-. I like that street. Uh, it's, yeah. Judy goes off uh, on Howard about the basic thing that pretty much I unfortunately like every college athletics dude will tell you is that. Hey, yeah, this is college. Um, but Judy's like, "Hey, we don't. Why are you guys getting more money than us? And why do you have better parking spots?" 
And Howard, the athletics director, is like, we don't have any money to spend on you because your department doesn't generate any money. And that's bad. Like, it does suck, but everyone knows that, and it's unfortunate. And, like, every athletics director at every school will tell you that. They're like, yeah, it kind of sucks because, like, you have to only so many scholarships and you want all of those other sports to make money because then you would have more money to give out more scholarships and more money to do more stuff. So sure, I would encourage you to go watch some women's sports. It's probably pretty good. I've never done it, but I don't know. Go support. Uh, go support. That's what I got out of this. Judy needed some support because Howard. I've was been. Just I've been known to watch. It. I've been known to watch women's sports here and there. The volleyball All- and the like. The two-on-two Olympics is always fun, yeah. but I don't get you ever Olympics seen women like once every four years. That's it. You ever seen women's luge? You can catch that on ESPN. The Ocho. They got they got uh, they got roller hockey. Now, now you're talking. You're right. I have seen a lot of roller hockey on TV. That could, that's got to generate some income. Colleges need to be doing roller uh, roller derby. Sorry, I I completely agree. Man, yeah, that's a good good call. Because, yeah, I was around someone the other day who was like, why doesn't this team or why doesn't this school have a baseball team? And like, well, we can't add a baseball team because that doesn't generate enough revenue. And then if you add a baseball team, you have to add a women's equivalent or something or one additional women's sport that also won't generate enough revenue. So then we're, I mean, I never really thought about that and the fact that it's like an actual business. And so, I mean, (laughs) college, college football is big business. I mean, they're making tons of money in college football. I know it's all stupid. That's, I mean, I'm like, well, that doesn't seem cool. I'm like, why do y'all care about revenue? I'm like, these people just want parking spots at a school. (laughs) So they don't have to walk into work in the rain. But it is what it is. So it was. Mm. It, it cracked me up that that's how the episode started. Was Judy and Howard yeah. getting into like a? I was like, oh god, this is like a well, thirty-year sports debate over and just like, and coach, coach athletics. just being coach being a misogynist again. Yeah, you know, like hitting like because what was it the yes. the other episode? The other episode he was oh. he he was you know unequal in some manner i can't remember but damn like and and i will say like not that uh, tim allen did it in a lovable way but it certainly played better than hayden plays today like that buffoon character probably played a little bit easier in the 90s but today i'm like good lord hayden you are a real a-hole yeah he's just real unfair about things and like well that's the way it is because that's that's how it is <laughs> Damn, he, com- yeah, he compares the women's sports teams to cheerleaders at one point yeah. like you're just cheerleaders or something like that you're like he okay. said he, he said he went to a timberwolves game and the cheerleaders were really good <laughs> like damn dude that's a good minnesota joke slap <laughs> with a lawsuit in 2023 buddy I forgot they were in Minnesota. That's right. It said in Minnesota. I was like, okay. I was like, (laughs) sorry, I forgot the Timberwolves are part of it. Good call. Um, (laughs) And then at the end of the scene, I didn't realize Judy is Dauber's girlfriend. So Dauber's just standing there. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Fiance. My mistake. Let me fix my notes here for future (laughs) incarnate in case we run, in case we redo this particular episode. Keep keep a historical record. Just for kicks. Yeah, exactly. As I check whether or not I'm recording on my computer. (laughs) (laughs) Let me make sure we don't have to actually redo this. We'll just post my audio by itself and see if anybody cares. (laughs) See how many complaints we get. (laughs) 
Like, this is a one-man show from Jordan Wilson. <laughs> and like, you, and you, you cannot hear the, the person talk, the other person talking. It is in his head. It's like old stand-up comedy, you know, when people would be like, and I think that conversation would sound like this. Hey there, Mr. Man. Why, no, I won't buy that refrigerator off you for $100. <laughs> It's like well, somebody you'd see at the Tropicana Club and I Love Lucy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do more of those bits. Um, <laughs> so, uh, after Judy leaves, though, uh, or sorry, yeah, hold on. Uh, they have to come up with a sport to, like, they're going to challenge each other and say, all right, let's come up with a bet to see who gets the better parking spots here. And they settle on a round of golf. Winner yeah, Hayden, said, Hayden said football. <laughs> yeah. All right, I forgot they went through a string of like, let's do, yeah, football. Did they throw out a couple other ones? I feel football. like, yeah. No, I think she nicks that right away. She was like, no, they that's cut, not that's not fair, buddy. They cut right to the chase, and they're like, let's just do golf. And I was like, okay, well, we're we're on the golf circuit now. All right, perfect. Um, but the bet is not only for parking spots; it's for breakfast. Being yeah. delivered by the entire women's coaches for the rest the, of the year. I, I was like, dude, they're just asking for new parking spots, and you're going to make them wake up an hour early and cook you bacon and eggs and serve it to you and on dishes in your office. I'm like, <laughs> every buddy, day they asked for better parking spots. <laughs> it is like, not. It's not an equivalent. I was uh, like, what? Uh, terms no it's like i was talking about this with you earlier it's like uh, over the summer when they made you they had you read a hundred books and if you read a hundred books then you would get one personal pan pizza from pizza hut (laughs) (laughs) what a scam the personal pan baby for a hundred books hundred books personal even those books that are like 25 pages with the big letters i still wouldn't do it to this day their pizza is not that good (laughs) I might go get one right after this, <laughs> making me <laughs> hungry. Um, so I guess nineties. I guess nineties hut was off the hook though. Nineties hut hit hard. You're not wrong. Nineties <laughs> hut hit real hard. <laughs> I mean, they would give you all kinds of freebies too. Like the commercials and promotions were just incredible. I want to have the salad bars right in the middle when true. you went, and it was like a, it was a whole restaurant. I don't know if the kids understand this. It was an entire restaurant it, back in the day. They had video games. You go over in the, in the corner. There was an arcade, and it, it was, was like schniz. a Ruth's Chris. It oh, was, it was the amazing. Finest, yes, it was like a Ruth's Chris. <laughs> it was. I, I. It was the equivalent Man, for a child. That's like Dale Frisco's baby. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my uh, yeah, I like when we talk Texan real quick. <laughs> As a Texan guy, it's one thing we have going for us. <laughs> We're the only Texas Frasier podcast in existence so far. Just wait another couple weeks. I'm sure there will be another one. My fa- my favorite thing about the Texas accent is like an East Texas accent where they say not there, like that sit right there. They'll be like, why don't you sit right here? Oh man, because it's got it's got like because it's East Texas, so it's got like a little bit of Louisiana bleeding over the border, and so they you'll hear like, why don't you sit down right here? That's big. Sit down right right over here. That's dip lip too. You get a lot of dip. Yeah. Hey, Hey, buddy. Hey, let me let me talk to you, buddy. Come on, watch. Come over here. 
and pack it down. You remember when I used to dip? It's like, man, it's identical. It cracks me up. <laughs> do you think? Do you think it's it's so funny to think back on that? Like for for everybody listening, uh, I I I went through a phase when I was younger where I dipped. Like I I used dip tobacco, and I was young. I was like fifteen. <laughs> Who dips at fifteen? A little, just a little kid. I told you I was a late bloomer, right? So I looked like I, I looked like I was like. Ten, and I had a dip in my hey. You're going hard, city kid from the suburbs, dipping it up, dipping it up with a dip cup. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, God. I'm sure the proper people who enjoy Fraser are like, "What is happening? <laughs> We're re- referencing dip cups. <laughs> I cannot believe that my ears. I come here for highbrow humor." I wanted deep analysis over this. I did not want any mention of a man's wall <laughs> well, of tobacco. Well, buddy, <laughs> you got the wrong podcast. That's for damn sure, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it becomes clear after Judy leaves that uh, Luther sucks at golf. And, like, he's real bad. So they go out and play a round of golf and then come back. And it sounds like a. Luther's swing was worse than an umbrella. What is this? Run over by a dump truck? Was that the joke? Yeah. Hmm. Like, Luther, your swing's worse than... And that was Hayden, because Hayden's a bully. Like, Dauber would never say that to him, but Hayden's No, Dauber's way too sweet. Yeah, and then the more you get older, you're like, oh, well, that's how the humor is generated in this show? Hayden's just a bully, and Luther's kind of halfway senile, and Dauber's just kind of a sweet guy. (laughs) it's sad too because like i i loved this show when i was a kid i loved watching coach and like how much of that behavior just like sunk in subliminally to me it's terrible (laughs) it it really is where i'm like man what a terrible friend dynamic to set up where you're like yeah this is how a workplace should operate you just roast your co-workers the workplace comedy has come a long way Michael Scott would never do this. You Michael know. Scott would never do that. <laughs> Leslie Nope would never, ever do that. Never in a million years. Liz Lemon. Ron, Swan- Ron Swanson might, though. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. And uh, Jack Donaghy definitely would. Uh, yes. So, Hayden brings Luther into the office and sternly tells him, you can't play in the tournament, Luther. You're terrible. <laughs> and he encouraged Luther to hurt himself. Legitimately Ooh. hurt himself. All the while, Luther is destroying the office by wielding golf clubs errantly around the room. I think, was he practicing his swing first, and then it just, like, went into a set of blinds like a, or something? Like a, a sconce, yeah. like, on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> now, these are the things I do love. That's why I loved it as a kid, because it's just, yeah. like, big physical gags. And, like, I didn't realize the character stuff, but those gags are what I loved about it. I, I didn't Man, jot as I'd... many of those down. I definitely destroyed a ceiling fan by swinging a golf club in the house one time. Oh, yeah. I, uh, my old man did that. He busted a light bulb in a ceiling fan. God dang it. Swing it. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out this slice. <laughs> I don't like I, I have. I hit it. I had a terrible dog leg on number four. <laughs> you know, it's all it was. Never going to close this deal if I don't get my swing right. If I'm spending half the deal in the woods, how am I going to be talking? I could have been straight down the fairway. He could have been. He could have been a Happy Gilmore character. Oh yeah, man, he really could have been. It, 
I mean, Shooter McGavin's one of the best villains, but my old man could have been a like side, like older lawyery villain. Like, yeah, like, like his know. his lawyer, his shooter's lawyer yes. that like tags along with him. You yeah, know? and also plays golf. You know, like a couple more of those, like uh, you know, invitationals, like the first one where Shooter's the celebrity there. A, cu- <laughs> a couple more of those, the pro ams or whatever kind of. Oh, uh, speaking of which, R.I.P. Bob Barker. Uh, oh, Bob, I know. Super rough. A lot of people thought that he died like 10 years ago. Yeah, same thing with Newhart. A couple of Bobs that are both still, uh, you know, until recently, Barker was one of them. A Newhart up there sure. in like 94, 95, I think. Getting up there, but still a yeah, national he, treasure. Dick Van Dyke, Bob, I think, is still alive, too. Oh, he is. Dick Van Dyke's definitely still alive. It's nuts. He's a- ancient. I mean, I think he's probably nearing 100. I believe so, yeah. None of these guys can make it to 100 because Betty White died when she was 99. Bob Barker was 99. And a guy made a joke and he said, he said, that, that fool got as close to a dollar without going uh, over. Yeah, so about a bajillion people made that joke. Oh, they did? Yeah, so was, no, yeah. I'm not part of, I'm not part of 32 Chan like you are. Oh, no, I told you I've had to up it. Oh, uh, you know, once you've seen everything. 64. On, yeah, exactly. I've seen everything on all of the darkest parts of the web, <laughs> Jordan. Uh, my, I tape my eyes open like clockwork orange and I just stare oh. at computer screens all night while I sleep. I figured out how to do that. <laughs> And then I That's just watch good. puppies and kittens, and you know it's uh it's beautiful. I sleep well. Oh man, I love my pug. That, oh, that's one way to go about it, Steve. St- yeah, step, step, step. Uh, so all the while, yeah, like I said, uh, so Judy comes by to gloat. Uh, Luther tries to weasel out of the game, and then he Luther goes to the hospital to get X-rays for some reason. Did he actually get hurt at some point? Or was he just faking getting hurt? I think he was just faking getting hurt in the beginning. And then he like legitimately gets hurt in a little bit. But I can't recall. I wasn't paying that close of attention to the nuances of Coach. I know he <laughs> told him to fake an injury. And then Luther said he was going to the hospital for x-rays. Whether Let's do or not that. Because we, we know he's going to be in the next episode. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so then we go to Hayden's home. Uh, the cabin in the woods. And we see that Hayden is watching this dude, Jack, putt. And this is Luther's replacement. And he's the golf coach at University of Minnesota or whatever. He got, he got a ringer. He got a ringer whose shirt is tucked in. And, like, I mean, he looks taut. He looks, you know, real, real tight. I will tell you that. He is, <laughs> he's jacked up. Hey, I mean. Caddy, he caddied for Butch Harmon in the 60s. Exactly. <laughs> Um, then Christine enters. Oh, that's right. I think he did legitimately get hurt. Either Luther got hurt or they spread the lie about Luther getting hurt because Christine enters and is legitimately concerned about Luther because she's like, as any real human would be. Yeah. She's like, Hey, I I mean, you know, Hayden's like, Hey, here's Jack. She's like, yeah, great. I don't give a fuck about Jack. Uh, how's Luther doing? Luther doing all right. He heard he's at the hospital or something. So Either what way, happened? he misled his wife into thinking Luther was hurt or Luther genuinely hurt his wrist or some crap. We'll go with that. I don't know. Um, mm. But I think he's fine either way. He goes to the hospital, says he's fine. Uh, Luther bursts back in, comes back and says, I got to play. And <laughs> for some reason, Hayden pulls out a club from his bag and starts like swinging around the golf coach or whatever, like right as the golf coach wants to shut it down. 
Golf coach is like, all right, I've had enough putting for tonight, man. I'm going to go home. And Hayden smacks this guy in the wrist or something like that. Smacks him in the hand. Uh-huh. Such a dumb bit. Actually hurts the, the golf coach who is there to teach golf. Correct. So, yes, that's essentially yeah what the episode playout was. Luther fakes getting hurt. They get a ringer. Hayden accidentally hurts the ringer. And now his only option is Luther. So here we are. Now we got to go to the golf tournament. Oh, God. It's 4v4. Luther pulls up on a golf cart. I, sorry, golf cart. He's on crutches? <laughs> Why the hell do you... <laughs> like, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, throughout the episode, I'm like, what the hell is going on with this guy's injury? I'm like, why is he on crutches now? I, he was just begging to play, and he was not on crutches a minute ago. So, like, he's either in this elaborate ploy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it was a little unclear. Yeah, yeah like, I mean... Like, why'd you go to a hospital? You have to pay money to go to the hospital, Luther. X-rays? What are you going to tell them? You're not like, <laughs> They're going to be like, no, you don't need X-rays. Can you just go? It's going to be thousands of dollars. Yeah. Can I just go request X-rays of my like hands? I'm like, hey, yes. man. Can I really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's it's, cool. It's, like, it would be very expensive. That's what I going to say. Like, do I have a limit on that? Or they're like, hey, buddy your fifth time in this week for hand x-rays what are you planning on doing with or to that hand that you're so worried about <laughs> hey, we, just trying to be safe we we are going to put you on a 24 hour or 72 hour psychiatric hold now <laughs> there's something wrong with you sir <laughs> uh, so they line up to hit uh uh, so Luther, uh, sorry, Luther doesn't hit first, but he does get down on his hands and knees to talk to Hayden's ball before Hayden hits. He's like, <laughs> I, I forget the exact words, but he's like, you're going to be a good little ball and you're going to go real far, little buddy, or something like that. <laughs> and then Craig T goes up to swing. He's got a nice swing. Doing great. Craig T's yeah. swing looked great. What'd you think? I'm sure of he it? plays lots. I'm sure he plays lots of golf. He swung kind of like Ernie L swings. Okay, if, if you can, if you can think of Ernie L swing, I can't. Just lanky as all hell. Just all arms and just all lank. Just bringing down the stick. Bringing down the stick. Oh, it's in the deep stuff. It's in uh, the deep stuff. <laughs> so then Luther goes up to swing, and he's a maniac. Uh, he shoots it low, and then based on the head whips. It goes way, way, way far to the right and keeps going and keeps going all the way until it hits a car alarm <laughs> in the parking lot or whatever. And then we cut to the green. Judy's putting. Hayden starts being a real asshole and dancing his shadow around to fuck with her putting. Yep. <clears throat> I don't know the official terminology for that, but even I know that's a real D move. That's that's the official terminology, I think. Fuck with your putting with the shadow. Yeah, he's like, all right. And then, so we get to the scoring. The women have 372 collectively among the four. Let me just do some quick math here. 372 divided by four. Uh, means on average, they shot a 93. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, so... I believe Hayden and his team are within one or two. It comes down to one putt, but they do mention that Luther on his own shot a 139. 
<laughs> so they're all shooting like they're all shooting like forty three. Like, yeah. okay, so let's see, three seventy two minus one three nine. That's a two thirty three. So then we go two three three divided by three. So yeah, they're all in the seventies. Probably they're all Ooh. like seventy seven. <laughs> so I mean, tight games from Dauber Howard and Hayden like. Oh, real good. Real, real good at golf. <laughs> God dang. Um, <laughs> that's insanely good. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. The women are really preying on Luther here. I, I've, like, ne- in a fair I've been fight. playing... I've been playing golf for like 30 years and not like avidly, but I, I, I have never once shot below an 80. Dude, like I've never broken 80 in my life. Dude, don't set yourself short. You've been playing golf <laughs> since you were on that dot matrix printer pressing Y and N and <laughs> dropping just beautiful tee shots down the fairway, man. Don't set oh, yourself yeah. short. They're gliding. I was a, I was a, a tour pro on that game, but in, in real life, I've I don't believe I've ever broken eighty. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, I know I haven't. I'd be yeah, no way. I, I I'd be like if I got to the ninety three. Honestly, like yeah. ninety three would probably be beautiful. a great round. Yeah, it's like I, that'd probably be an incredible day for me. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, yeah. incredible. Uh, I'm making one birdie and like three pars, and then that's it. Yeah. Like everything else is over par. <laughs> Bingo. I'm happy to get a birdie. <laughs> uh, so Hayden has to make one putt. It's an eight footer. Luther talks during the putt. Hayden overshoots the hole. What a fuck up, Luther. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and so then it all comes down to Hayden again. Hayden misses the follow up putt. The women are delighted. Then we cut to the rainy day. And Luther arrives at the office soaked because he had to walk in the rain. And then Luther starts revisiting the golf game to try to remind Hayden again about how he missed that putt, which I really did enjoy. Mm. I like that the old man gets to dig in on him. Uh, Howard comes in soaking wet. Howard goes in on Hayden again. And then, yeah, they uh, you know roll through some stuff about how Luther scored a 139 again. But then Dauber walks in. Dry as a bone. <laughs> not a not a drop to be seen on one uh, Dauber Dubinsky uh, here. His hair looks great, incredible. Hey, I mean, do they have covered parking? Like, because he is dry. Like, it seems like they must now have a parking. I would garage. imagine so. Yeah, like a garage, or there's or there's an actual like covered walkway, maybe from like right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Incredible. So, yes, episode ends. Dauber walks in looking clean and dapper, and he gets the last laugh because he got to play golf and probably get a little action after that game. And he showed up dry as could be. Because his fiance drove him. Oh, yeah, she's driving me now, coach. <laughs> and I applaud him for that. I think women should uh, be allowed to drive men to work anytime if they work at the same workplace and vice versa or take public transport if you don't mind uh actually, you're a real spearheader steve actually, with that one. i don't give a shit i'm just so tired <laughs> it's the end of the day <laughs> so i could give a shit about who drives who to work and who goes on public transportation we live in dallas there's no public transportation in dallas I'm saying that out of envy for you. Hey, man, that's that is bullshit, man. You got the dark uh, train. Yeah, we got a train. If it's not safe, and you don't got go the on bus. Stuff. I mean, you know, go on stuff. Well, you think you, you think you gonna get stabbed? 
we should just cut all of this part. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's hard to do remotes and like keep energy going. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk about coach now. I'm going to keep all this in. <laughs> Please do. Because that's what the people have been waiting for, Steve. Okay, st- that's what they've been waiting for.